Hello and welcome across the multiverse to Earth 894, an Earth ruled by the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Here on Earth 894, we discuss the latest and greatest in MCU news, reviews, commentary, rumors, and in this episode, we're going to talk about everything to do with Phase 1 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My name is Devin Stone, and joining me, as always, is Louis Tonnerini. I am Louis Tonnerini. How's it going, man? Long time no see. It's It's been not as long as uh, you're making it out to be. Exactly. I am tired. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm uh, slowly regaining my kind of like strength and everything because um, I you recently got, got Go ahead. Yeah, I recently got my uh, second COVID, uh, COVID vaccine. Super Soldier Serum shot, Devin. There you go. And yeah, I got this little blinky thing on my arm now. I don't really know what it is. It's like shocking me. Anyways, um, yeah, I was utterly destroyed like later that evening and the day preceding it. Um, So like Sunday night into Monday, I was gone. It was awful. Um, So I am slowly coming back to the land of the living. And uh, yeah, I'm now healthier because of it. But yeah, it was not fun. I will not admit it. I mean, I'm not afraid to admit it. What's got you tired, though? Oh, I'm just just a suburban dad. Got to be tired, you know? Amen. Uh, work, cutting the grass. I did a 5K the other day. That had me. That was a big uh, adrenaline dump. Yeah, speaking of, uh, if you guys heard last episode uh, from our previous week, um, Louie was planning a 5K for suicide prevention awareness. And um, do you want to share what your total... Uh, money raised was for that well through my other podcast losers a friendship podcast i decided to host a a 5k run slash suicide walk in honor of an old friend um i've been collecting money not very long about a month or so and i managed to collect 730 dollars in cash I had another $245 on Facebook and excuse my math, but a lot more on a donation site that I was using. So total, we collected $2,100. That's awesome, man. For the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. And I'm already in talks for doing one next year. Nice, so, man. Well, And what was your original goal that you were trying to raise? I wanted to raise $500. And you raised a lot more than $500. $2,100. Even. It was pretty wild. Well, yeah, my brother-in-law donated $21.50 just mm. to really bug the hell out of me. So I had to put in an extra three fifty to what I donated. So I donated fifty-three fifty, like a psycho, just to get it even, an even number. Well, hey, man, still, I mean, it was for a great cause and you had a good turnout and looks like people really uh, had a good time. Um, but yeah, congratulations on raising that fund. It rained. I was so upset. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think I was feeling a little sick from that, too. Not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, because it rained. But it was all worth it. Oh, I was so mad. Well, let's talk about things that don't get us mad. Louis, what has been MCU for you? MCU for you. I... Haven't done a lot of MCU stuff this week, if I'm being completely honest with you. Um, you get a pass. You were raising a lot I was, of money. Yeah, I was trying to raise money. I uh, 
The best I got for you is during the 5K, I ran past you and your and your beloved and your friend Amanda, and uh, I had to run on the left side of you just so I could yell on your left and ran right past you. <laughs> but I also heard that other people were running past other people on their left saying on your left. So I got three on your lefts that entire Friday. <laughs> so it was I pretty... didn't see a single one coming and I felt like such a dummy for like not seeing that coming when it happened. On your left. Don't say it. Um oh come on. Yeah, other than that, I uh I downloaded a meme generator on my phone and now I'm having fun making Captain America memes. There you go. Where uh today's was um the elevator scene, which mm-hmm. is my favorite meme. And it said, uh, we almost caught the soap thief. And then, and then the other guy says, well, what happened? He goes, he had a clean getaway. And then they're all choking, uh, Captain <laughs> America. So doc, Dr. Squatch sponsor us. There you go. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, awesome, man. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, I started invincible, which is not an MCU show, but what you think? It, it's like I'm only two and a half episodes deep, uh-huh. but like the end of the first episode, I was like losing my mind. So I can't wait to actually like watch the rest of it. But yeah, it was pretty good. Nice. So as far as superness goes, that's where my superness came in. But uh, Devin, in the world of where we're at, what was MCU for you? So for me. I uh, had a couple things aside from your 5K and as you shared the uh, on your left moments for me and you and some others. A good time, but I actually have been doing some Marvel rewatching here and there. I just rewatched Avengers today while I was cooking up some uh, very tasty, tasty soup. But I actually decided to pay a visit to a local comic book shop in uh, town and I picked up uh, it's out of my reach, but um, I picked up the new Heroes Reborn issue uh, for Peter Parker, the amazing Shutterbug. So essentially, it's uh, this comic line they're doing at Marvel right now where um, it's like the Avengers never existed. And so in this issue, it's um, what if Peter didn't get bitten by the radioactive spider and become Spider-Man? And so uh, it kind of goes throughout like a tiny bit of high school, a tiny bit of college here and there and shows how the story changes. But um, the main reason why I wanted to pick it up is because the the main writer for the the issue is Mark Bernardin, who is someone that I uh, really really enjoy their work. Um, they're they've been a writer on other TV shows and things like that. Uh, now the upcoming Mas- Masters of the Universe, uh, he did an episode on that for the Netflix uh, series. But uh, he's on a Kevin Smith podcast called Fat Man Beyond that I really really love. So um, yeah, I recommend it. Go check it out. It's really good. Batman <laughs> Beyond. You used to be called Fat Man on Batman, but they don't really talk about Batman as much. And they lost a lot of weight, so they call it Fat Man Beyond. Fair. Yeah, it's really good. So yeah, that's kind of been MCU for me. MCU for you, you know. Um, yeah. Did you get chills watching the Avengers today? You know, man, we're going to talk a little bit about it later in the episode, but like the Avengers, even when I am just like... Even though I had my back turned, when I heard like a little bit uh, coming from my uh, laptop in the kitchen, 
a certain line or whatever it was in the movie, I immediately wanted to stop what I was doing and go back and watch. <laughs> like the Avengers to me is one of those films that I will never get sick of. It's just so good. And I just have such a great time watching it. So, um, yeah, uh, man, I can't wait to talk more about it. Let's, uh, let's get, let's get our news in here and, uh, we'll get into the, uh, the topic of today's episode. What do you think? I think that is a great idea, Louie. So let's uh, let's keep on keeping on. News or footage? Keyword: Marvel News. We uh, we here at at Earth eight nine four are currently doing a uh, an accidental countdown. Still no Eternals trailer. One no. week later, one week we're gonna be like, there was an Eternals trailer, and then the next week we're gonna be like, we're getting Wolverine. Yeah, it's it kind of sucks. Um, I mean, it's not bad, but who knows? Maybe we're gonna get that first trailer once uh Black Widow is in theaters. Maybe that's gonna be the one of the first trailers you see during the previews for the movie. That would make sense. Yeah, so it's kind of it. Yeah, I hope we get something soon. But once we finally hear about that, you know, we're definitely gonna reshare, talk about it some more. They keep sharing like new tv spot kind of trailers for loki little bits and uh here and there and i haven't watched any of it because i don't really need to see anything more i'm ready to see the show i don't know about you actually i do know about you because you don't really like to watch these shows anyway so no i'm gonna watch it regardless yeah no one's really seen it here on on wednesdays yeah it's i can't wait man are you gonna try and watch it first thing it drops on wednesday night i know you got a kind of hectic schedule sometimes with the I'll try and watch. Yeah, I'll try and watch it on Wednesday nights, but I'm not going to be like like you or my other friends that'll watch it at three thirty in the morning on Wednesday. I can't do that. No, I don't do that. I watch it at five a.m. Yeah, like you said. <laughs> Sometimes at three in the morning. If I like doze off and I wake up at like two or like one o'clock in the morning, or if I'm still editing the podcast, I'm like, you know what? What's an extra hour? You know, Morgan Fall. <laughs> ah. Um, other than that, there was a new skin released on Marvel's Avengers. We talk about this game a lot for two people who haven't made it past the first few missions. Yeah, I was, uh, kind of giving, uh, <laughs> I guess I should have put this in MCU for you, but the TLD, uh, TLDR for it is, um, I tried playing Marvel's Avengers this past weekend, but then my PlayStation that is very old, it uh, decided to start turning on and off again all over the place. And so what turned out to be a five gigabyte update turned into a 25 gig update. And I got stuck in a part of the story where I could not progress unless I played online. So I got a, I don't want to say like Hulk level rage, but at like 730 in the morning on a Sunday, but I was a little uh, bummed. I couldn't keep playing a little peeved. Yeah. But the new skin is Iron Man, MCU Iron Man. So it does have something to do with the MCU. Yes, the Endgame suit. So people are jacked about it. I don't know anybody that actually plays the game, but they are excited. Yeah, if you play the game, let us know. I believe there's a a Hulk suit as well, a Hulk skin from the MCU. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure now they're going to do Cap and and uh, Thor as well. So yeah, probably be, be on the lookout for those. And so. This is kind of news, kind of not, just because it's food related. But 
So mm. Avengers Campus that's opening up in just a few weeks here in uh, Disneyland in California, they released what food options are going to be available at the uh, section of the park. And so, of course, they have shawarma. They have like literally a shawarma. Yeah. Couple of things. Shawarma is so the good. I want to try it, man. There's a shawarma place literally down the You've street. You've never had it? No, but there's a... Oh, we're getting shawarma. There's a photo of one of the shawarma items, and it actually looks really good. Dude, sidebar, you and I are getting shawarma before we go to the original Rainbow Cone. It's happening. That sounds really fun, actually. Yeah, okay, let's, let's exit sidebar. <laughs> They're having shawarma. What else? Okay, so, Louis, I think to keep this fun, um, if you guys want to check it out, just type in, like, Avengers Campus uh, food, and you'll see the whole list, because there's a ton on here. I don't want to spend too much time, but so Louie, I'm going to read you like one item out of the entrees, one out of the drink, one out of the kids meal, yada, yada, yada. Hulka, Hulka, burning fudge, ice cream, sign me up. Which will not be there, actually. Ah, lame. Hashtag binging with Babish. Sponsor (laughs) us. I'm going to read some (laughs) items. I want us. I want to get your like, "Mm," on a scale of one and ten, how hungry are you? Oh, I'm a... Explain so it. hungry. Go on. So uh, they have a Pim's Test Kitchen, which is kind of cool because they're basically doing crazy concoctions of food where there's a chicken sandwich where it's called the not so little chicken sandwich. It's fried chicken breast with teriyaki and red chili sauces, pickled cabbage slaw and crispy ta- uh, potato tots. However, if you look at the photo, the sandwich that you get is normal, right? But the, the crispy chicken is literally like the size of a plate. Give me a uh, a solid, a solid eight. Solid eight. Solid eight on that because I'm happy that it's Hank. You said Hank Pym, and I'm happy that it's uh, Pym Test Kitchen. Uh, giant. If it wasn't giant, I would have been so upset. Yeah, you got you got to see it. Um, it's Hank, literally like Hank the Pym size is of my giant, face. man. Yeah. So yeah, and so that's uh, one of the entree items there. I don't know how you're gonna eat it, but it is. Oh, wild. don't you dare challenge me. I won't. Um, yes, <laughs> other, and so that's going to run you. By the way, at like fifteen dollars and forty nine cents, which uh, you're, you're isn't Disney. too bad. You're at Disney. You're going to spend money. Yeah. What else? What else are you? you we looking at? Mr. So Devin? they got this kind of cool thing. It's almost like served to you on a uh, like they serve you some treats on an actual like petri dish. If you're familiar with those from like chemistry class and things like that, because they do have breakfast options and one of it has like uh, peanut butter and uh, uh, jelly is in the petri dish. And then they give you like a wooden spoon so you can smear it on the bread that has like a red and white spiral on it. And then there's a banana smoothie shot, crispy potato tots, an orange, a bunch of stuff. Uh, That's kind of cool. Does anybody have any orange slices? <laughs> exactly. Literally, exactly. I didn't mention this in MCU for you, but at at the 5K, I did have cuties, and at least two people came up to me and said, I have some orange slices. So <laughs> yep. that happened. Uh, I, I keep interrupting you, and I do apologize. Hit me hit me with another with another dish. So let's go breakfast. So ten. I do the best meal of the day. I agree. All right. So the ever expanding cinema cinnapim toast. Mm. It is cinnamon sugar toast and egg custard with fried egg, smoked bacon, and maple syrup. There's also a shrunken mini version on the kids menu. So it's like French toast with with a fried egg and bacon. Yeah. So the 
French toast is about the size of an entire like to me, these plates look like the uh, metal, like personal size pizza. Ah. pans. It looks like it's served on like a silver plant pan. So so you, as far as I can tell, you're saying French toast with eggs and bacon. Ten. Yep. Yeah, but the egg is like super small. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but it looks pretty good. And then let's see here. So let's go to a snack. So there is let's do the quantum pretzel. So it's a Bavarian style pretzel with beer cheese dipping sauce. Um, it's pretty big. That's what she said. Yeah, it is pretty big. Uh, <laughs> so now let's go to a drink. They have well on the pretzel on the pretzel. Give me a give me a solid six. Six. Do you like pretzels? I like pretzels, but they're not like a necessity. Yeah. I don't on like the pretzels. Dr- on, on the drink, I'm going to tell you, it's going to be like a four. I don't drink anything but water, but go ahead. So that is fair. Um, So once again, this is one of the only places in uh, California, uh, the theme park for Disney, where you can actually get alcoholic drinks. But of course, they do have uh, virgin stuff too. Um, for the kids, you know, or the 27 year old adult who doesn't drink like us. So let's see here one. So they have a, a Pingo Dose. I probably mispronounced that because I don't drink. Uh, it's called the soda with a kick references, a fictional drink that shows up in incredible Hulk comics and Marvel comics. Pingo Dose means a uh, sweet drop in Portuguese. The lemon lime drink has a hint of vanilla and gamma radiation, according to the soda's backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh, the drink will be served with from Coca-Cola freestyle machines in Pim's test kitchen. Oh, that was something cool. So apparently I don't have it in this article that I'm looking at, but apparently. So one of the things they wanted to do, because it's all about an experience, right? What they have going on is at the bar, when you put your mug on a certain plate or whatever that locks in the mug, you know, that scene from Dr. Strange yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, but Doctor Strange and Thor, where his that's from Thor Ragnarok. But yeah, yes, where his mu- his beer mug literally just refills, and he's looking at it. Yeah, you can put your mug on the countertop, and it will refill from the bottom. Sign me up. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Regardless, so that's just something to look forward to. Um, the park opens up soon. I don't drink tea. Is that what he says? It's like I don't drink tea. <laughs> Why don't you send an electronic mail? You have email? No, why would I have one? <laughs> All I want is to eat nachos out of Captain America's shield, I think. Yeah, there's some cool stuff you can buy. Um, I think you also, uh, they sell, uh, it is the Infinity Gauntlet, the Iron Man one with uh, the, gen- uh, the stones in it. And it's meant for like literally holding your like bottle of Coke or whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's very gimmicky, but it does look kind of cool. Yeah, it's a good thing I'm afraid of... Uh airplanes otherwise i'd go there and buy everything like an idiot <laughs> and i want to go so bad i want to go i'm just excited for like opening day because usually that's when live streams go on and um they'll have like a probably a pretty cool opening ceremony so i wouldn't be surprised if we see some of our uh mcu um actors showing up tom holland will be there for sure Whoa, mark yeah. my words tom holland will be there depends if they wrapped far uh no way home. Nah, does it though? Does it depend on that? I don't know. I mean, he's going to be he'd, there. He'd still be in the country, which would be perfect. But it's Brie time, Larson like, is also going to be there. Mark my words. She started training for uh, the Marvels and someone shared a video. I think it was like her trainer because I think she has a home gym 
And in her home gym, all her weights and everything actually have the Craft and Marble logo on it. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty that cool. And she uh, she is very fit, I will say. She was doing some weird like like chin-up plank with like chains on her legs, and it was pretty intense. I looked at it, and I got tired, and I decided to uh, take a rest day for her. <laughs> That's pretty funny. All right. We're going to we're going to we're going to dive right in. Yeah. So, on today's episode of Earth 894, starring Devin Stone and Louis Tonarini, we're going to discuss phase 1 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. As you can recall, it was I don't think it was last week, but probably the week before, we ran down phase 4 and how we were excited for certain movies and and whatnot. So we decided to go through each phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, talk about which movies we were excited for back when we were young eighth graders and and which uh, movies we liked, which movies we didn't like, which movies we like now, which, you know, and, and go through them. And so so everyone can see where we're where we're coming from as as MCU super fans. Yeah. Couldn't say it better myself, man. Thank you. So just a background. Phase one. Consists of Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, Avengers. In that order. Devin has never seen The Incredible Hulk. Wow, man. Wow. You've said, you've said it a lot on the show. I know. You've never seen it. <laughs> I have not. The Incredible Hulk, for when I was watching the MCU when it was first starting, was the one I was the most excited for. He was the, char- he was the most well-known character. You know, mm-hmm. now it's hard to think about a world where nobody knew really about Thor or Captain America or Iron Man. They were just, they were characters you've heard of or you've seen playing a Spider-Man video game, but everyone knew who the Incredible Hulk was. That's everyone knows you won't like me when I'm angry, you know? Bruh. Yeah, exactly. Which I don't even think he said in the MCU, which is good. And yeah, they've, uh, they've kind of they've played around that line, but they've yeah. changed it. Like you don't want to, you don't want to see him or something like that. But anyways, continue. So the incredible Hulk, I would say was the one I was the most excited for. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it starred Edward Norton and Liv Tyler, who we have never seen again. It also had, um, I'm blanking on the gentleman's name, but he's the guy from holes. He played a side character who had gamma, radiation or the Hulk's blood or something Mm -hmm. fall into his open wound and his head got all big and he was going to be the leader. He spills the Hulk's blood into, well, Bruce Banner's blood into an open wound, I believe. And his head gets all big and it starts throbbing and he was going to be the leader, but they, they, they didn't continue on with the Hulk movies because as you can tell from Devin not seeing it and most Marvel fans not seeing it, it wasn't it wasn't one of the one of the best Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. But uh Mr. Devin, I've been hogging the microphone. What what movie were you the most excited for back in the day? I have to say it's either a toss up between Iron Man two and Avengers because I didn't see Captain America and Thor in theaters. I don't know. I can't remember why or like how that slipped under my radar, but Iron Man 2 was pretty hype for me because after seeing Iron Man 1, I wanted to see more. I wanted to see what's next. You know, it was great. And so I was really excited for that movie. I left that theater feeling a little bummed because I thought the ending with uh, 
War Machine and Iron Man side by side, just obliterating. What's his face? Uh, not Electrode. What am I saying? Whiplash. Whiplash. Thank you. Too much electricity talk. When they pretty much just destroy Whiplash, I was like, that was kind of anticlimactic. But thinking from that moment back to where we are now, I'm like, wow, that was literally like nothing in just the scheme of and scale of where action is taking us in the MCU. So to me, it doesn't bother me anymore. But I was also really, really excited for Avengers because after finally watching Thor and Captain America, I had the full story and I just couldn't wait for the epic team up. I had no idea. I was like, this movie is going to be incredible. I have no idea what to expect. Can they pull it off? Like, that's a lot of superheroes. (laughs) Once again, something that did not age well, but that was going to be the movie people were going to be talking about for a long time. And we still are. And here we are. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you recall, but I remember being in high school when these movies were coming out and people talking about Captain America was going to be played by Brad Pitt and Thor was going to be Ben Affleck or, or some, somebody, all these, all these super A-list celebrities. And then they were going to do a team up movie. I was like, how are you going to pay all these super A-list celebrities to be in a movie together? When you're just starting out, there's no way. Mm-hmm. And I am very super glad that Chris Evans was was Captain America and Chris Hemsworth was Thor. But I just remember hearing stuff like that. It was weird. But I think I think it turned out really well. And then the whole story with uh, the Hulk was Edward Norton wanted to do a whole thing with the Hulk. And Marvel was just like, nah, man. And so so they replaced him with Mark Buffalo. Yeah, actually, I have some uh, background on that. So um, when we're finished with our discussion, I'm going to run through a couple things, and that'll be one of my uh, topics that I bring up. At this point, I doubt anything would surprise me. Ten bucks says you're wrong. So you got six films total, right? Louis, how much would you say these six films together made at the box office in total? All six? Yeah. Three billion. That is very, very close. It was $3.813 billion. Crap. Almost $4 billion, which is insane, because eventually Disney bought Marvel Studios during phase one, and they made a purchase of $4 billion to acquire the studios. So think about it. Just in those six movies alone, they almost made back all their money. Granted, the studio doesn't keep all that uh, box office money. It goes all over the place, but... Still, they recouped a lot of their initial investment. So needless to say, they took a very great risk in what the MCU has become because uh, it made them very, very fat cats. Yeah, I was going to, I had 3.5 billion up and then Disney just came in with, with the 4 billion and I just, I didn't think it was worth it. So they got it and I, and here I am talking about it and I should have just put the extra few billion up, but I just, didn't didn't see it worth it at the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good, man. <laughs> and so still on the money talk, what would you say the budget for Iron Man 1 was? Oh, you're going to put me on the spot. I don't know budgets. We're going to go uh, $5 million. You are way off. $70 million. That's closer. $100 million. It was $140 million. Crap. <laughs> 
I don't know how much people get for movies. Oh, don't, it's all good. Don't, don't do this to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm only going to do one more. Uh, what would you say the budget for Avengers was? So if Iron Man was 140 million, I'd say the budget for Avengers was uh, 300 million. Closer. 300 by 80. 380 was, million. No, it was uh, 220 million. Crap. Went the other way. It's better than 5 million. <laughs> for a 5 million movie, that is I don't know. Incredible. I don't it was the first one. I don't know. I, know. I thought it'd be less than that to be honest. Cuz you know, movie budgets are all over the place, but just to kind of put things in perspective, the budget for Endgame was 356 million dollars, which is insane. That is insane. Absolutely insane. But you know how much money it made? Insane. It just made insane. I know it made over a billion. Yeah, it made a, what was it, 2.8 or 3.1? I I don't know. So going back to the movies themselves, I really did like Captain America the most, I think. Going back and rewatching them. Captain America is probably my favorite of the movies. Mm-hmm. I also really like the first Thor movie for what it's worth. I like his, his accent makes me laugh all the time because he still has the accent, but in the first Thor movie, like he's very really, strong. Yeah. Where yeah. like every character starts with a really strong accent and then it kind of fades into no accent. Wanda. <clears throat> yeah. Chris Hemsworth still has it, but he, but it's not as crazily, you know, done as it is in this, in the first Thor movie. The one thing I'm glad that did not continue and it did fade away was his, uh, bleached eyebrows in Thor. Yeah. He looked, he looked weird. He looked like, uh, saber tooth in the X-Men movies. It made him look like he didn't have eyebrows at times. That's how it's kind of like, yo, what? Out of all those movies that you've seen anyway, which, which one would you say you liked the least? Like the least, discarding Incredible Hulk, of course. Uh, the least would probably be mm, Iron Man 2. Mm, that was the one you say. were the most excited for, and you liked it the least. Yeah, I mean, you can be super excited for something, but it's kind of like, uh, the, like the cat experiment. Is that Schrodinger's cat? Where either it's in the box or not in the box or like the cat in the box is either dead or alive, but you won't know until you open the box. So it's kind of like this movie can be the greatest movie I've ever seen, or it could be the worst movie I've ever seen, but I haven't seen it yet. So at this point it's both. I saw it and it was not the greatest movie I've ever seen. Was it a disappointment or was it just, I had a good time. It's like I said, it's just like the end I felt was a little anticlimactic. So it just, it didn't do it for me, but that movie came out in what? Like, uh, was that 2010? 2010? Probably 2010. Yeah, 2010. To... So I was barely 16. And so like 10 years ago, yeah, I was probably... A... You were a freshman in high school, correct? Sophomore. In 2010? Yeah, 2010-11. Yeah, depends on when it came out. So that's how it was for me. Yeah, Iron Man 2 came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. Thor was 2011. Captain America was later in 2011. And the Avengers was 2012. So which one do you say was uh, the least favorite out of phase one for you? For me? Yeah. You're not going to like it, man. You're not going to like what I have to say. 
say it. My least favorite movie in phase one where I've seen all of them. It's probably Iron Man. I knew you were about to say that as soon as you had that introduction. Yeah, I I don't know. I liked Iron Man too. Justin Hammer and I liked Ivan Vanko and mm. Elon Musk is in it. Yeah. Um I think is it is it Iron Man two where uh Stan Lee plays uh Hugh Hefner? Uh that is in Or is that Iron Man One? That's in Iron Man One. Uh well, that was still gold. Um I liked Iron Man too. It was probably like, I liked War Machine as a character. I liked Don Cheadle coming in. And don't get me wrong. I don't dislike Iron Man one. It was just, it's, I've watched it so many times and most of it, I, I'm confused and yeah, but I, Iron Man one, we did a whole episode about it last week. Check it out. I liked, uh, uh, Ebediah Stane. I liked setting it up and everything, but out of the, out of the, Six movies, that was probably my my least favorite. So my next question for you. So you got six movies total. You talked about your favorite, your least. So how would you rank them overall? So from like your least to your top. So out of all the movies, my favorite, we'll go we'll go least favorite to, to most favorite. My least favorite's probably Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Followed by Iron Man 2. Okay. Followed by Thor. The Incredible Hulk, and now I said Captain America is probably my favorite in Phase One, but it's you know it's going up against Avengers, yeah, so I'll probably I'll probably put I'll probably put Captain America and then Avengers as my favorite in Phase One, but it's not by a, a, a wide margin. Mm-hmm. Avengers is just on a whole nother level, but out of like all of the single movies, I'd say Captain America is my favorite. How about you, sir? So uh, at the like bottom, this... at the bottom is is the Incredible Hulk. You didn't even yeah, take the I, time to watch it. I I'm gonna try and see it this week. I'm not gonna lie. I need to see it. Yeah. So without saying it, that's gonna be my that's my bottom. That's my number six. Followed by Iron Man two, then Thor, then Iron Man, then Captain America, then Avengers. So it's kind of similar to you. We had a top two is the same, dude. Like Captain America. I don't know if it's the same for you, but for me, like I was raised on like World War Two stuff. And so being that uh, that movie is, you know, part period piece because it's set during World War Two. That movie is just like it's, it holds a special place to me. And I love like watching it and having that like wartime theater part of it, too. Uh, and then it just the way it ends in the end credit scene where Steve wakes up and he realizes he's a. Uh, and something a little sketchy. And then it turns out I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers initiative. Sets up so good for Avengers. Yep. And then it did. It went right into Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Throughout the six movies, if you can try and pull a scene or something, a memorable scene for mm-hmm. you from each movie or, or just some scenes that, that peak out, peak your interests. What, yeah. what would you say? So I'll do a few that come to mind going off of uh, Iron Man because that was pretty recent. The scene where Iron Man is in the cave and talks to Jensen and they're talking about what is it? Uh, Jensen, you know, gets shot because he's trying to cause a distraction so Tony can get out and he tells him, like, live your life. Don't waste it. And it's just such a good moment because that's literally something that sticks with Tony for the rest of the MCU. And we see him 
pretty much at almost every phase in it, like an Avengers level threat almost put his life on his well he does put his life on the line knowing that he might not make it out alive and it's it happens every time where he's not going to waste his life without it having some sort of impact or meaning so that was a big moment for me uh another pretty big moment is captain america when uh steve is about to crash a plane in the north pole it's the north pole right antarctica antarctica is the north. south pole is it yes does he crash in the South Pole or does he crash in the North Pole? I don't recall, but Antarctica is the South Pole. I am not good at geography. <laughs> but it has to be in the North Pole because of where he's at. Where he's flying. That Anyways. Would be, that would be the Arctic Sea. I don't think there's I don't think there's Arctica, but So when Steve crashes that <laughs> big ass plane into a big ass <laughs> iceberg. <laughs> Titanic, that bitch. Um, <laughs> what he's having this ruins the moment now. What he's having that moment with uh, Peggy about like, you better be back here, Steve. And he's like, you know what? Save me a dance and at the Stork Club. And they have that conversation before he crashes into the ice and becomes a uh, capsicle. It's, it's just so good. I love the music and the score as it hits the silence and everything. And just knowing everything that uh, happens to him and Peggy throughout the rest of the movies. It's just, it's so touching. I love it. And then a third piece or a third scene that really sticks out to me. Um, well, my boy, Phil Coulson <laughs> dies. Well, I got that question wrong. Everyone got it wrong. I stumped everyone. We have no winners today in our uh, oh, Tuesday trivia. I said four. Go on. He dies in Avengers? Yeah, when he dies in Avengers, because I am such a big Phil Coulson fan and a big fan of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., that is such a big moment because... When he dies, spoiler alert, he's actually back alive in the show or else he wouldn't there wouldn't be a show with him. That moment sets off seven seasons worth of television because of it. And it's just it just makes for some future great storytelling. And I love it so much. And uh, it pains me seeing Phil Coulson die for the first time. So, um, yeah, those are some really good moments. How about you, Lou? You you brought up some great moments. I want to say that. My favorite moment in Iron Man, of course, is that Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave with a box of scraps. Mm -hmm. But other than that, another good moment that flies under the radar is like, uh, is Rhodey getting ready to go help Tony out and he's running Mm -hmm. through the thing and he looks at the suit and he's like, next time. And then he he runs away. That's a good one. And then you never get to see uh, Terrence Howard in in a war machine suit. but. That was pretty funny. Uh, in The Incredible Hulk, I always will always bring up the fact uh, he rips a car in half and he uses the two halves of the car as boxing gloves, which is just mm. the most badass thing you can do, I think. <laughs> uh, Iron Man 2, whenever I think of Iron Man 2, the first thing that comes into my head is I vont my board because <laughs> he wanted his bird and then he I gets him the wrong... He, want, he gets him the wrong bird. That's not my bird. Or uh, he's doing... He's building... Iron or uh, I'm sorry. Let me restart. Vanko Ivan Vanko is building Iron Man suits for Justin Hammer, and then he takes the helmet off and he says, "This is a drone." He goes, "Drone is better." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there was that. Iron Man Two leads into Thor. My favorite Thor moment when I think of Thor is him sitting at the diner 
And he goes, this drink is delicious. I'll have another. And he slams this cup on the ground. I laugh my ass off every time I see that scene. And it he's just, just got the so cheese, joy. just the cheesiest smile. And he's like, this drink is delicious. <laughs> it's like, you can't do that here. Like, what but are you I, doing? But I want another. Doesn't he also try and go to like get a horse from some random guy in that movie too? Yeah, I think he tries to buy a guy's horse because he's got to get somewhere. They're talking. Oh, they're in the they're in the place, and two guys walk in, and they're like, "Yeah, we tried to get the hammer up, but none of us can do it." And he goes, "Hammer? Where <laughs> is this hammer?" And then they tell him, and then he walks outside, and he's like, "You're gonna take me?" She's like, "I'm not taking you over there." And then he sees a guy, and he's like, "Yeah, can I buy your horse?" Can I take your horse? And the guy's like, get away from me, man. Yeah, this shit's funny. Captain America. When I think of Captain America, I think of him going into the uh, into the pod and coming out like a Greek god. I didn't mean mm-hmm. for that to rhyme, but it did. And uh, Peggy Carter, played by the wonderful Haley Atwell. Mm-hmm. She like reaches out and touches his his muscles. Boop. And yep. that was that wasn't even in the in the script. She just really wanted to touch his muscles. Also, him like chasing the 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 bad guy on foot, and then finally catching him, and then he he takes the cyanide capsule. Yeah, Hill Hydra. Oh, also in the post credit scene where he punches the heavy bag off of the uh, off of the stand. That's freaking dope. Yeah, that's pretty badass. Avengers. My favorite Avengers moment is. Very obvious. It's when Hulk is throwing Loki around like a rag doll. And then he calls him puny gold. So question for you. What's up? How many times does Hulk smash Loki into the ground? I counted today. That's why I'm asking. Oh, man. Um, I'll give you hang, a hint. Hang, hang on. Okay. He goes, he goes forward, back, forward back, look, down, and then throw. Five? It's five. You literally got it. <laughs> wow, that was impressive. Uh, yeah, I did my best. What was your hint? I was going to say it's under uh, six. Oh, my guess would have been six if it wasn't five. No, you got it, man. That was good. Yeah, I love that scene. Also... I get a lot of slack because of my love of Captain America and how much I used to just talk mad shit about him back in the day. Mm. Uh, my favorite thing to say while watching Avengers was flame on every time <laughs> Captain America was on because Chris Evans was also uh, yeah human torch. Human torch. Also, he does this thing where he goes into a I want to call it a hotel room. I don't I don't know what it is, but he he like jumps in. And the shield is on the ground, so he does like a like a victory roll where he like dives down and rolls and comes up with the shield. And it's like, why mm. didn't you just pick up the shield, man? What are you doing? And so that's that's one thing that I I make fun of a lot. Yeah. Uh, but also the the pivotal scene in in that is uh, when Mark Buffalo says he uh, that's his that's his secret. He's always angry and he turns yeah. real big because now wow. my friend my friends and I are, are always saying stuff like that. Like, Oh, that's my secret. And then you say something and then you turn into something stupid. It's my secret. I'm always hungry. And then you turn into a big cheeseburger or something or. If only. The, yeah. That's how, uh, how we've always been. Yeah. I, out of those movies, when I think of those movies, those are some scenes that I recall and some, some fun that I've poked. Also, uh, 
they all talk to each other in Avengers. There's no like earpieces or anything. They're just straight up talking to each other. Mm-hmm. So um, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to ask you another question, which I don't think we have to spend this much time talking about it because I think you and I are already on the same page. Out of these six films, who do you think the best villain is? Mm, Ivan Vanko. Really? Not. No. <laughs> no. Not him. Come on. He's terrible. I'll say, oh, I, I guess I was wrong. <laughs> um, Just a refresher course. In Iron Man, the, the bad guy is Abadiah Stane, who plays, you called him Warmonger. I didn't know that was his name, but it's basically a big, giant, scary, clunky Iron Man suit. In the Hulk, the bad guy is... I was actually wrong. It's Ironmonger, not Warmonger. Oh, Ironmonger, regardless. We'll just call him Abadiah Stane. In the Hulk, the bad guy is Colonel? I shouldn't have said anything. Thaddeus Ross is the main antagonist, but then the bad guy that he fights is Abomination, Mm -hmm. who we're already starting off pretty bad here. The bad guys are just evil versions of the good guys. Mm Mm-hmm. Iron Man 2, the bad guy is Justin Hammer and also Ivan Vanko. Um, Ivan Vanko played by Mickey Rourke. He's Russian. He's weird. He's got big uh, thundery whips. And a bird. And he vaunts his board. And Thor, the bad guy is... It's like Loki, but then he also fights that big furnace face guy. The Destroyer. That That was pretty cool. So, yeah, in Captain America, the bad guy is the Red Skull. And then in Avengers, it's Loki being powered by Thanos. And it's, yeah, it's not even close. Best bad guy is Loki in phase one. I mean, yeah, he's the most prominent, too. Yeah. You get him for Thor and you get him for Avengers. And he's so. Yep. And he's got the power of the Mind Stone in his staff. He, and the Space Stone with the he, Tesseract. He straight up takes over uh, Clint um, Barton, uh, Hawkeye. He takes mm-hmm. over his mind. He takes over the mind of Dr. Eric Selvig, mm-hmm. we haven't even mentioned. And, you know, he's doing some evil things. Evil! But, yeah, Lo- Loki is head and shoulders the best bad guy. Um, if I had to pick a secondary best bad guy, Red Skull. Maybe? You have to. He's a Nazi. Artem Zola, uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. No, I agree with you with that. I mean, Loki really is the best. He has the most character development, and you, I guess, you can kind of relate to him at points where he uh, finds out he was actually adopted from a totally different planet and they've been like fighting and killing at war with uh, the Frost Giants. And so I'd be kind of pissed too if I found out uh, you've been fighting and killing my uh, family of race, and species, whatever. And then you're having as uh, like you're like, you know, quote unquote, second favorite child. So I get I can see it. He's got some... Uh, like I'm in middle child syndrome, but whatever. But Same. Loki, he does. He's cool, man. He's cool. 
He does some funny stuff. He always wants that power that he gets, but then he gets taken away from him. We're going to talk about this in our phase three review, but I'll just mention it here. My favorite Loki moment is in Thor Ragnarok. When when he gets banished by uh, Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. then he comes back and he says, I've been falling for 30 minutes. <laughs> I know. I love that so much. <laughs> oh, God. Um, We touched on it a little bit before we started recording, but I want to ask. Uh... Let's make it interesting. The Hulk, nobody wants anything that the Hulk has. You, you, mm. you, you become angry, you get big, and you destroy stuff. Nobody wants that. Would you rather have, let's go, Loki's staff okay. or, or Mjolnir? Mm. Okay, so Loki's staff. It can control people. It looks cool. It can transform a little bit. Or no, that may have been just been Loki with his magic. What else can the staff do? It controls in the Chitari, doesn't it? Uh, it, opened like the, orders it opened the wormhole into the sky, and it was the only thing to stop the wormhole in the sky. Yeah. I think I have to go Mjolnir. I feel like that ultimately has the best overall kind of categories that it can um, check yeah. boxes yeah. in. Shout out to Darcy in Thor. Because he says Mjolnir, and then Darcy says, Meow, meow? What's meow, meow? meow? <laughs> God, I forget about her. Yeah, no, how? She was just in WandaVision. Exactly, it's just because... She's so forgettable. It's in her. Um, okay. Cap's shield. This is an, this is an obvious one, but... Mm. Let's, let's say Cap's shield and the mantle of Captain America... Okay. Or your very own Iron Man suit. Iron Man suit. See, it, I had to put in the mantle of Captain America because it was too easy to pick just the Iron Man suit. But I don't want to be Captain America. <laughs> I mean, I kind of do, man. I kind of do. Well, you're a better person than I am, Louis. That's, uh, Let's that, be honest. That's, that's not even true. <laughs> I want to be in a freaking Iron Man suit. Flying around and I would ACDC playing with fireworks blowing out of my ass. You know, it'd be in in the words of Devin Stone. If I was in an Iron Man suit, I would be pooping my pants. (laughs) (laughs) No, in that suit, I could. I could. So and no one would know. So would you rather have your very own Iron Man suit or your very own Mjolnir? Iron Man suit. Wow, out of everything, yeah. you're picking the Iron Man suit. Give me Mjolnir over everything, I think. It's so cool, man. Like, you can hammer in nails. You can bring on thunder. I can make people, you know, not move. The hammer pulls you off. Yeah, but the Iron Man suit is <laughs> dope, man. The hammer pulls you off. <laughs> oh, phase one was so pivotal. So simple, too. It could have gone so wrong. Um, what's what's something that that keeps you up at night with Phase One as we wind down mm. at the end here? Mm, okay, something that you're like, wow! If this would have happened, it would have been so incredibly different. So, okay, I've got a couple. I got an interesting one though. Hit me. So, Iron Man Two classic tony 
you know, he's able to still create the new element and able to create the new arc reactor and all like that. He can defeat Ivan, all that stuff, whatever. However, Rhodey never gets into the suit. We never get War Machine. We never get Iron Patriot. We just get Rhodey on the ground. Rhodey on the road. He never becomes a part of the, like, an Avenger nothing. <laughs> you just said that. So if you think about it, you never get Rhodes, uh, Rhodey, helping out with uh, the military aspect of things. So he never gets shot down in Civil War. So that means there's an open spot on uh, Team Iron Man. He... Daredevil. <sighs> I just threw a name out. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I don't know. I don't know if Daredevil. I don't know if Murdoch would be on Iron Man or. I feel like he'd be more on Cap side. But he's a lawyer. But he also takes law into his own hands sometimes. I don't know. I need to finish Daredevil. Anyways, um, yeah, you you don't get Rhodey. I think that would definitely change uh, moving forward. The rest of. Uh, the Avengers films and the rest of like second half of phase two into phase three, because you don't have that second person in the armor there. You don't have that good, like springboard, uh, aside from banner for Tony to kind of talk his ideas and, uh, almost be like a, maybe not a moral compass, but someone be like, yo man, you're, you're acting kind of whack. Who else would call him Tony stank? You know? So that's what I kind of think if they never actually brought him back, if they never had a, um, Rhodey become uh, his actual character in superhero form. What about you? What would you think could have gone uh, drastically different? Um, I think something that could have changed the whole MCU is if they kept on Edward Norton instead mm. of replacing it with Mark Buffalo. Um, you call him Mark Buffalo? What? No, I said, Mark no, Mark Ruffalo. Oh, they call him Buffalo. <laughs> no, no, Mark Ruffalo. Um, he was a much more serious of an actor where like yeah later on in the in the series you know uh like in Thor Ragnarok and everything you know Mark Buffalo he gets real funny with this stuff and you said Buffalo I did not I, I, I said Mark Ruffalo said I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna make sure in the edit so yeah he goes he goes in and you know talking about I don't want to fight your sister and, and funny things like that so if you had kept Edward Norton, I don't think he could have done the comedic uh, timing as well. So that would have been uh, that would have been very different. I don't know, like if if Edward Norton stayed, does that mean you keep uh, Liv Tyler's character, mm-hmm. something Ross? I can't remember her name. I feel like that really come down to uh, ownership because that's universal. Yeah, but you know, if they had kept the the whole the Hulk thing going on. Mm. But, yeah, because I could bring the characters back. He just can't he, have a solo movie. Even Thaddeus Ross stays in in the uh, the MCU. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was at Tony's funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big one. The whole anytime an actor changes, you know, if you would have kept uh, our homeboy Terrence Howard instead of uh, Don Cheadle, you know, how many times can War Machine say "main" in a in a <laughs> thing? Goddamn. Um. Also, like, uh, they, they, in one of the deleted scenes, or maybe even in the actual Endgame movie, they talk about, uh, 
Well, maybe not in a game. Maybe it was Infinity War. Regardless, they're talking to uh, Rocket. And Rocket said, you guys couldn't beat the Chitari? They're like the easiest race to beat. Yeah, like they're like the wimpiest uh, army in the galaxy. He says something like that. So you just take out... Oh my God, excuse me. He said, you just take out the the queen or whatever, and then they all die. Yeah. <laughs> and he's all, and he's laughing at them. So what if they had just taken out the queen and then they all died and then Loki had nothing and then they got rid of Loki and so on and so on. What if, you know, what if they had like a little, even a little bit of knowledge of the, uh, oh, what space, they're up against space and stuff. Yeah. If they, um, if, uh, let's say like, Phase three Avengers went up against the Chitauri from the first Avengers film. I think that fight would last maybe 20 minutes. Well, the phase will take it out so quick. Well, phase three Avengers did go against the Chitauri, correct? In uh, Infinity War. I'm saying if they were to go against that, like if you took the uh, like the Avengers from like Endgame or Infinity War and put them in the Battle of New York to face that exact same threat at that time. So you swap out them with the Avengers from 2012. Yeah. I'm just saying like all their knowledge, expertise and their upgrades and all their abilities and experience, that fight would be over within like a a fraction of the time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Just, just Iron Man would be mortifying. Yeah. He would, he wouldn't even be in a suit. He would just send out all his drones. Yeah. That would be terrifying. But um that's another one yeah. too. Yeah. Also, you had mentioned earlier, I don't what were you gonna say? I don't want to steal your your thunder. I think that's you're about to bring up uh talked off air, and I was like, Well, what happens if uh when Iron Man is falling through the wormhole at uh, the end of Avengers, what if he doesn't make it? And he actually uh either like you said, kind of comedically, if Hulk doesn't catch him. And he goes splat. Or if he literally just doesn't make it and he's still caught in space and he's caught in the explosion. There's no Iron Man. Do you think they would just give us a different Iron Man? Do you think Rhodey becomes Iron Man at that point? You could do it, but I don't think it would really uh, fill that void because Tony is kind of the brains and the financial, as he's pointed out many times before, um, support in the Avengers. So... A lot of it, I think if that happens, I think S.H.I.E.L.D. stays in the scene much longer. We don't get Winter Soldier. Because if you eliminate S.H.I.E.L.D., then there's also no Tony Stark, which means there really is nothing to kind of help and like keep the Avengers on track, aside from Cap. Because in like the comics and everything, like S.H.I.E.L.D. is around for a very, very long time. So if you wipe them out, pretty early in phase two. I mean, I mean, there's really nothing to help kind of keep the Avengers afloat, you know? So that'd be my big one. I thought I had another one. I can't remember what it was now. Did you have any more that you wanted to share? Um, not off the top of my head, but before we sign off or anything, I did want to bring up our, our fallen leader, um, Mr. Stan Lee, rest his, rest his soul, rest in peace. Mm. I wanted to ask you what it, your favorite Stanley cameo from Phase One was, and before you you have to sit here and remember, I did bring up a list 
Sorry, we're not. We're only human, guys. <laughs> and Iron Man, he is himself mistaken for Hugh Hefner by Tony Stark. Mm. And the Incredible Hulk, which you did not see, but that's okay. He is a man poisoned by a drink laced with Hulk's blood. In Iron Man 2, I accidentally clicked on something because I'm an idiot. In Iron Man 2, he is Larry King, mistaken for Larry King by Tony Stark. Mm -hmm. In Thor, he is a man who tries to move Thor's hammer using his truck. Remember, he ties it to his to his fender yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Captain America, the first Avenger, he's an elderly general. I believe he's in the crowd when the guy yells, bring the girls back. And he's like, yeah, yeah you know. And then bring in the Avengers, the he's a man being interviewed in television who did not believe in superheroes. And uh, also in a deleted scene, he told Steve Rogers to ask the waitress for her number. Hmm. But you remember uh, the classic line, superheroes in New York? <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for uh, refreshing my memory. I did my best. Yeah, my favorite is definitely the Thor one. That one caught me by surprise the first time I saw it, and I think it's just so funny. Because <laughs> it's like an old guy's like, did it work or did I yeah. get it? <laughs> yeah. This is so funny. It's so comedic gold. Oh, I love um, the he- the Hugh Hefner one, though. Yeah, goes, oh, yeah, thanks, Hef. And he just turns around at Stan Lee. Like, yes. <laughs> so is that your favorite out of yeah. the six? Yeah, I'd say nice. I'd say the Hefner one was my favorite. Hugh Hefner a, also, rest in peace. That is a good one. Um, I did have a couple things I did want to share really quick. Hey, we, I, go ahead, man. That's all good. We kind of talked about some little facts here and there about the uh, phase one of the MCU, but... One thing, uh, a couple things I did want to share that I thought were pretty interesting that I did not know. So, you know, the shawarma and credit scene, we all kind of know um, that it was kind of t- uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s idea to kind of include that. He had just, I don't know, uh, I think he actually saw a shawarma place and he decided to just throw that out there. Um, so they had that uh, scene filmed. So... Apparently, that scene was actually shot a day after the movie premiered. It actually isn't in the end credit scene, so the actual premiere of the Avengers. So, hmm. yeah, so it reads here that uh, the famous shawarma scene that appears after the end credits of the Avengers wasn't in the original cut of the film at its world premiere. Instead, it was shot in secrecy the following day. In fact, RDJ nearly ruined the surprise by almost announcing at a press conference that the cast was getting together that very night to shoot a scene. Uh, Feige and Joss Whedon both denied this when asked about it later that day. Um, There's a little bit of an interesting scene too. Uh, Do you know why Chris Evans is uh, covering his like jawline and his chin with his hand in that scene? No. So it's because when they were shooting it, um, he was shooting Snowpiercer. So he had the beard. So oh. they couldn't, they couldn't uh, pretty much shave it. So all that hair is pretty much fake. So that's a fake wig. That's his beard is hidden and everything. So um, that's why he's got it uh, pretty much covered up because he's wearing actually like a prosthetic jaw to cover up the hair. So hmm. yeah, there you go. Shawarma yeah. is still delicious, man. Yeah, dude. I uh, I want to get some now. I'm not gonna lie. 
Oh, we're going on a date. We'll get it. And then uh, <laughs> for something kind of tasty here, this is something I want to share. So reads here from Screen Rant, making Thanos the ultimate villain was actually Joss Whedon's idea. So phase one ended with uh, the Avengers when we know everything that happened with uh, the Chitauri and Loki and yada yada. The mid credit sequence revealed Thanos is the one who supplied Loki with the scepter. People lost their minds because of everything going on. If you're, I don't know, maybe like us and didn't read the comics, you're probably like, what's Grim is doing up there? What up? Why does this feel like a Power Rangers scene? Um, anyways, according to Avengers director Joss Whedon, Marvel Studios knew it wanted to continue the MCU after the Avengers, but they weren't quite sure who the big baddie should be. It was Whedon who suggested Thanos. According to Whedon, somebody had to be in control and had to be uh, had to be behind Loki's work. And I was like, it's got to be Thanos. And they said, okay. And that's it. It wasn't a bad idea. Thanos was the man. With the plan. Not a good plan, but a plan. And now, and now we're getting uh, Doctor Doom, hopefully. I hope, man. I hope. Galactus, maybe? I think we'll eventually get Galactus in some for, uh, former shape. I saw some other articles rumoring about who the uh, villain for Doctor Strange 2 is going to be. I forget who it is, but it's like some weird like octopus tentacle, big eyed monster kind of thing. I don't know. Look into it. I I think it's more speculation, not actual confirm behind it. Should be Mordo, right? So it Mordo's should be. Got, well, Mordo's in it. He's confirmed, but I don't think he's a big bad. Well, then they're he making some in the big bad though. Could be that. We're gonna find out. Yes. So, um, Devin was in charge, and by in charge, I mean he took charge of the trivia Tuesday this week. He asked a question no one knows the answer to. <laughs> well, we know now, but how many films did director, not director, did Agent Coulson appear in? in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And he expected people to know that, and there was no way. And so... Yeah, a lot of people guessed four, but the correct answer is five. All right, Devin, you think you're so smart. Do you know which five? Can you name which five? Iron Man. That one wasn't highlighted. What's up? Said I don't think that one was highlighted. The five? No, that... Uh, oh, yeah. Instagram's being weird. It wouldn't let me actually highlight our uh, story. So uh, what the heck, uh, Instagram? I was pretty proud of that story, too. I had music and everything. Oh, now it lets me highlight. That's weird. Hmm. All right, well, now it's on our stories. Uh, highlight on our page at earth894 underscore podcast. Check it out. But... um, I know yeah. he was in Captain Marvel. You said Iron Man, Iron Man 2. Thor. Avengers. Captain Marvel. And uh, that's five. That's five. Yeah. It's Captain Marvel, which people probably don't think of right away because they think, oh, yeah, he just dies in Avengers. I didn't know he was in in, uh, Iron Man 2. Yeah, he's in that. Just briefly. 
freaking Colson. I love Colson, man. You and your Colson questions. Oh, I'm going to go back and uh, watch season three of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and uh, snuggle under a nice warm blanket. You should watch season one of Daredevil. Yeah, I'll get there. You dirty dog. All right. Hey. All right. Good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. You ever tried shawarma? <laughs> but until then, that pretty much wraps it up for this week in uh, Earth 894. Thank so, you for uh, joining us today. We hope you check us out on Instagram, as Devin said, at Earth 894 underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Also look us up on Facebook. If you have any requests, questions, anything, let us know. Hey, message um, us on anything. Yeah. Hit us up. We're more than welcome. We, oh, my goodness. We're more than happy to talk to anyone who wants to uh, chat. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, be on the lookout for more Trivia Tuesdays and some Civil War Wednesdays. You know, sometimes Devin and I agree on stuff too much, but we'll, we'll come up with more Civil War Wednesdays. Uh, I cleared up some space some space on my schedule after the 5k is over and i don't have a lot of uh guests on my other podcast lined up so expect more funny memes and pictures on on our instagram page check it out i do my best man i'm pretty funny he is very funny um yeah join us next week in this in this multiverse Phase two. Phase two. Phase two, which is a great phase, man. That's where you get all the sequels. And uh, spoiler alert: Thor two is hot trash. Um, I disagree. We will have to hear that discussion next week. We will. We will dive in. Well, um, it's been great. Yeah. Thank you for joining me today, Mr. Devin. And you as well, Louis. Until then. And we'll see you next week. Bye. All right. Hey. All right. Good job, guys.